So we have a sole proprietorship, a limited liability company or LLC, a corporation, a limited partnership, a general partnership. I believe those are all of the different types of companies. Now, I believe I listed those from least complex to most complex. Can you just run through all of these different types of business entities? I know sole proprietor is not an entity. Can you list all of those and give me an entity 101 on everyone? A sole proprietorship is just an individual doing business in his own name. If he gets a DBA or an assumed name, uh, DBA stands for doing business as, if you get a DBA for your sole proprietorship, you can do business in a different name, but it's still just an individual doing business as himself. To begin a sole proprietorship, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to make any filings with the government. You don't have to go get an EIN or tax ID from the federal government. You just start doing work and your income is your personal income and your expenses are your personal expenses. If you want a DBA as a sole proprietorship, you make a filing with the county that you live in some states. In other states, you make the filing with the state government, and that allows you to do business in another name. If you'd like, you can go and get an EIN or tax ID and then open a separate bank account for your DBA as a sole proprietorship. But again, at the end of the day, a sole proprietorship is just one person doing business as himself. Okay, so I can, as a sole proprietor, go out as John Smith and start doing work and collecting checks directly to John Smith. But if I want to look more professional, I can get a DBA, which sounds a lot like a nickname, and then get a business bank account in that nickname, and then an EIN just to sound more official, but also make my life a little easier when I'm calculating my revenue. I know it sounds like all the money comes into one big lump at the end and I need to file one tax filing with the government. But it sounds like a DBA at least sounds a little bit more legit and professional. It at least gets me a step up on just being a sole proprietor. Right. I agree. And you know, if nothing else, the fact that the checks you write have a business name on them instead of an individual's name just tends to have some more legitimacy. Also, as a pointer, whether you get a DBA or not, you should absolutely set up a separate bank account for your sole proprietorship, even if it's just a second bank account of John Smith as a person. Because at the end of the year, it's going to be a lot easier for you to do your taxes and to track your business expenses and to get those good business write-offs. So even if you do a sole proprietorship, you should still treat your business as a separate business from yourself and try to separate out your business income and expenses from your own expenses. And one of the easiest ways to do that is just to open up a separate bank account for the sole proprietorship. But if I want to upgrade myself a little bit and go the next step up, I believe the next more complicated, but still fairly easy entity type to set up. And again, I, I realize the sole proprietorship is not an entity type. It's just a type of business. But tell me about an LLC or a limited liability company and, and what is the benefit of that over a sole proprietorship? I should say at the very beginning, Setting up an LLC or a corporation or a limited partnership, none of this is very complicated. It, it can become complicated down the road, but if you're just getting your business started, none of it is very complicated. So an, an LLC, also called a limited liability company, is a separate entity from the individual owner. It's treated as its own legal, separate 
person almost. And the way that you set up an LLC is you make a filing with the state government. It depends on the state that you're in. Some states call it this filing a certificate of formation. Some states call it articles of organization. The list goes on. There are many different variations, but they are all the same thing. It's just a document you file with the state that says, I, John Smith, am setting up a separate entity. It's a limited liability company. I'm calling it ABC Tile LLC. And that document establishes your limited liability company as a separate entity from yourself. That's how you get the LLC started. You can then go to the IRS and apply for an EIN or tax ID, which allows you to open up a bank account and start doing your taxes for that business with the federal government. And then the third document that you need with an LLC is something called a company agreement or operating agreement. The company agreement or operating agreement is a document that's not filed with anybody. It's an internal document only, which is the rules of your company. It explains who owns the business, how the business is operated, how decisions are made, how profits are distributed. It tends to be a fairly long document, but at the end of the day, it's just a contract between the owners of the business that explain all of the, the things I just mentioned. So those are the three main things about an LLC. That's how you set up an LLC. And again, it's not that complicated for someone who's just starting a new business. If I'm starting an LLC, I make a state filing, which can be called articles of organization or certificate of formation or something else. But ultimately, it's just a state filing that I've made with my state saying that I am a legal business entity. Then I have the EIN, which is filed with the IRS, and then the operating agreement or company agreement that you mentioned. Who do I file that with? You don't file it. You just keep that in your records. That document is just a contract. It's just an agreement between the people involved with the business. And I should mention that even if you are the only owner of the business initially, you still need that document because it's the only document that says who the owner of the business is. The documents that you file with the state do not request information about who the owners are. Even if you are the sole owner of that business, you do still need that document. It can be a far simpler document, but you do still need it. So the state doesn't know who owns the company. That's correct. Unless you tell them. Well, I should say that in many states, they don't even ask who owns the company. In most states, they will ask who the managers of the business are. And so in an LLC, you have the owners of the business who are referred to as members, and you have the managers of the business, which are the governing authority of your business. They make the day-to-day -day decisions. They hire officers and employees. They make the, the regular decisions of the business. And the equity owners, the members, are only entitled to vote on certain major items. Most state filings only ask for the managers, but not the members. Let's say you and I are going into business together and you're going to be the sole owner, but I'm going to do all the work. Would that make you the member and me the manager? It, it can be that way. There's a number of ways you can do it. A, a member can be a manager. A manager can be a member. So for example, if you and I started a business together, we could both be managers and we could both be members. This is a really complicated question about how you handle the relationship among co-founders. But the short answer to your question is, if you were going to do all of the work and I was simply a silent investor in your business, then likely you're going to be a manager and member, and I'm just going to be a member. 
The next more complicated entity type would be a corporation. I see corporation, incorporated, corp, co. Are these all the same thing? Do they all relate to a corporation? How, how does a corporation work? Yes. To answer your first question, yes, all of those things mean the same thing. Those are just suffixes that you add to your business name to indicate to people that it is, in fact, a corporation. It can be incorporated. It can be Inc. It can be corporation. It can be corp. So all of those things mean the same thing. It's just an indication that you are a corporation, that your business is a corporation. So with an LLC or limited liability company, my company would be ABC Tile LLC. But with a corporation, it would be ABC Tile Co. or ABC Tile Incorporated. Yeah, or Inc. Inc. is a pretty common suffix. What is a corporation versus an LLC? A corporation, it's obviously a completely different type of business entity, but it's, again, a separate legal entity from the owners. To file a corporation with the state, you file what are called, again, it depends on what the state calls it, but articles of incorporation, certificate of incorporation. Then there are many different names for it, but they all mean the same thing. Again, it's just a document that you file with the state that says, I am forming a corporation. It's called XYZ Corporation or XYZ Inc. And that is what establishes your business as a separate legal entity as far as the state is concerned. Then again, you'll go get your tax ID or EIN in the name of that corporation from the IRS for banking purposes, for tax purposes. In a corporation, the governing document are called bylaws. And the bylaws just explain how is the board of directors elected? What decisions can they make? The same types of things that you would see in a LLC company agreement are contained in the bylaws and to some extent in the certificate of incorporation itself. A certificate of formation in an LLC is the same thing of articles of incorporation in a corporation. And the managers of an LLC are the same thing as the board of directors of a corporation. The members of an LLC are the same thing as the shareholders or stockholders of a corporation. There's a lot of similarity among these documents. There are many reasons to pick one entity over the other, but at the end of the day, the, the documents tend to be fairly similar in terms of what you need to get your company started. For an LLC, we have the state filing, the EIN, and the legal document for me, myself, and whoever I'm doing business with is called the operating agreement. Whereas a corporation, we have, again, the state filing, the EIN, but in this case, it's called the bylaws. In an LLC, the operators or workers are called the managers and the owners are called members. Whereas in a corporation, the workers or governing bodies are called directors and the owners are called shareholders. Correct. Or stockholders sometimes. Is a corporation just a more complicated version of an LLC? And if so, how does that work? That's a complicated question, but the short answer is a corporation does tend to be a little more complicated than an LLC for a couple of reasons. First of all, a corporation is governed by a combination of documents. The certificate of incorporation of a corporation tends to be more complex than the articles of formation or certificate of formation of an LLC. And that document works in conjunction with the bylaws. So Right off the bat, you have a slight uh, bit of more complication just in terms of creating the initial documents. 
The other thing that makes corporations a little more difficult is they tend to be more formal. There are more annual requirements of a corporation. You have to have an annual meeting of the stockholders and you have to record the fact that you had that meeting and you have to keep track of that kind of thing. With an LLC, there is no such requirement that you have those annual meetings. In a corporation, because of the way that stock works, and we can talk for hours about that, it is more challenging to create an economic arrangement that's creative. With an LLC, it's very easy to say, I want the first 25% of our money to go to Chad and the second 25% to go to Joey. And then I want us to split based on our percentage ownership after that. That's very easy to do in an LLC, to come up with creative ways to pay the money out. In a corporation, it's much more difficult because in a corporation, every share of stock of the same class has to be the same as every other share. I, I don't want to go too into the weeds on this, but with a corporation, it's a little bit more difficult to make a creative economic arrangement between the owners. That, that's a long way of saying that corporations can be done. They are done and they are frequently done. But for most businesses that are just starting up, an individual starting up a business or a handful of partners starting up a business, I, I can say confidently that in the vast, vast majority of occasions, an LLC is just a little bit easier than a corporation is. While it's not an overwhelmingly more complicated entity, it is a little more complicated. And that's one reason that a lot of folks advise that you start with an LLC. Well, let's move on to partnerships. What are they? When should I use one? There are two types of partners. There are some nuanced differences and different types of partnerships, but the two main types of partnerships are what's called a limited partnership and a general partnership. A limited partnership is actually very similar to an LLC with a couple of caveats. In a limited partnership, you have a general partner and then you have limited partners. The general partner of a limited partnership is the controller of that partnership. He runs the show. But the downside is that the general partner of a limited partnership is personally liable for the business debts and liabilities of the partnership. For that reason alone, it is not a very commonly used entity type. When it is used as an entity, the general partner, this is going to get complicated, but it's important to iterate this. When a limited partnership is used, the general partner tends to be an LLC because that's the only way to shield the ultimate owner of that LLC from personal liability for the partnership's obligations. That's a complicated thing, I know, but that one reason that limited partnerships are not very often used is because unlike an LLC and unlike a corporation, the general partner, the controlling person or entity of the partnership is personally liable for uh, the debts and liabilities of your business. And we should talk about the liability protection that these entities afford, but most of the listeners, I think, understand that concept. And, and this is one of the reasons limited partnerships are frowned upon. To get back to the high-level view of this, in a limited partnership, you have the general partner who is the operator of the business, similar to the board of directors of a corporation or the managers of an LLC. And then you have limited partners who 
in effect, are, are the equity owners of the business, but they are passive owners only. In other words, in a partnership, it's very important that the limited partners are not involved in the governance of the partnership. Otherwise, they effectively become general partners who are liable for the partnership's debts. So partnerships are a little complicated for those reasons, and they are generally frowned upon as a good entity choice for folks who are just starting up a new company. Where you see partnerships used is very often in venture capital groups, private equity groups, these sort of high finance types of investment groups where you have a lot of passive investors and one general partner going out and investing the capital of the partnership. A, a partnership is very similar to an LLC in, in the fact that you have the equity owners who tend to be passive investors or, or passive owners. You have one or a few general partners who are the management group. To set up a partnership, you make a a very similar filing to what an LLC filing looks like. It's a certificate of partnership or articles of organization of a partnership. Then you have a tax ID and an EIN again, the same as an LLC and a corporation. And then the operating document, the governing document of the business is very similar to an LLC company agreement. In the partnership context, it's usually referred to as a partnership agreement or agreement of limited partnership. That's limited partnerships. And before I get to general partnerships, do you have any questions or thoughts on that? My brain just melted. I'm just going to go ahead and say that that sounds way more complicated than an LLC and corporation. And it sounds like that's something where you probably know that you need it if you are using something like that. And you probably are a professional in this type of business. That's correct. Just like I can tell you that 90% of people should probably start with an LLC I can tell you that probably less than 1% of people should start with a limited partnership. It is an older type of business entity that doesn't lend itself very well to an entrepreneur starting a new business. How is that different than general? So you use the term general partner, but that's different than a general partnership. Correct. To take a step back, in a limited partnership, the limited partners are shielded from the liabilities of the company. If the company takes on a million dollar loan and can't pay it back, the limited partners are not on the hook for that. But the general partner is. And again, that's one of the reasons that the general partner in a limited partnership tends to be an LLC, because then that adds another level of shielding for that person. But let me get to general partnerships. A general partnership is not a separate legal entity. You don't set it up with the state, and very often it happens by accident. The easiest way to explain this is that a general partnership is a sole proprietorship owned by two or more people. You are still doing business as individuals. The income is treated as individual income. The liabilities are treated as individual business expenses and liabilities. The worst part about general partnerships is both of the partners who are both general partners are liable for the debts and obligations of the general partnership. For that reason alone, I can tell you, you absolutely should never use a general partnership under any circumstances whatsoever. There is no reason to do it. The only reason we even talk about general partnerships anymore is because 
they happen by accident. If you and your buddy go start a business together without setting up an LLC or a corporation or a limited partnership, then what you have established by law is a general partnership. And you are automatically both liable for the debts and obligations of the business, including debts and obligations incurred by your partner. This is one of the major reasons that if you are starting a company with a partner, you must form an LLC or a corporation as soon as possible, because if you don't, you will automatically be classified as a general partnership. And then you're on the hook for whatever bad actions your buddy might have taken that cost the business thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars. A general partnership, categorically, you should never do it. And because of how dangerous general partnerships are and because they can happen by accident, you should absolutely start an LLC or a corporation if you have a business partner. It sounds like a bad marriage. Horrible marriage. To summarize, it sounds like we have a sole proprietorship, which is just me, a general partnership, which is me and a buddy working together, but on accident. We could be working together and painting houses. And because we don't have a formal business entity, we are accidentally a general partnership. If my buddy goes and buys a $100,000 truck in the name of the business, then I'm on the hook for that as well. Correct. Then we have an LLC, which I can be a sole owner of, or we can have multiple partners and a corporation, which is a more complicated version of an LLC, but an LLC gives you more creative ways to pay people out. Corporations are better for raising money from investors. Finally, a limited partnership, which just sounds like a whole meld of mess. A limited partnership is useful only in a very narrow set of circumstances. And I should mention that when it is useful, the people who want to set them up know they want to set them up. 